Welcome to another episode of Quantum Coffee, where we discuss the deeper, unanswerable questions of the universe. I'm your host, Joe Hawley. Grab some coffee, open your mind, and enjoy the show. Like, whatever this is that we're in is the universe, and I do feel that we're very supported when we're in flow with the universe and that we're all connected essentially. And like, I don't even know if time is a real thing, but we're like, so we could even be connected to past versions of ourselves and future versions of ourselves and simultaneous versions of ourselves and other beings. Mm. I don't know. We're all like kind of one. It just feels like. Yeah. Separation is the, is the grand illusion. Mm. That was Sarah Regalhuth, and our story is just getting started. Although I've known her for over a year through a mastermind program, we had actually never communicated directly until we both attended a retreat one week before the world shut down. We were visiting each other as the quarantine started and made the decision to go through the experience together. It truly was divine timing. I don't think I could have asked for a better partner to spend these last couple months with. Sarah is a serial entrepreneur starting and selling multiple companies for over seven figures. She is currently the CEO of a fast growing company called Grow My Team, which helps companies build remote teams. She's also the co-founder of the League of Extraordinary Women, a community that supports women entrepreneurship. If that isn't enough, she also consults and invests in multiple startup companies as well. Sarah is also the host of two separate podcasts, Conscious Culture, a podcast about the future of culture and business, and In My Truth, a podcast that brings guests on to share their personal struggles, normalizing the human experience. Sarah is one of the most amazing humans I've ever met, and I'm so grateful that we've been given the opportunity to support each other on this journey. She has so much to offer this world and is doing big things both personally and professionally. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Hey. Hi. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Welcome to quantum coffee i'm so excited thanks for being here <laughs> we've been with each other for a couple of months during this isolation it's been yeah. amazing quantum coffee just off the record every day yeah excited to record one it's beautiful okay so quantum coffee we talk about the unanswerable questions of the universe over a cup of joe pun intended so <laughs> <laughs> we love that so i'm gonna ask three questions and then we'll kind of let the conversation take it from there questions are going to be what's the purpose of life what's your definition of god Mm. and what happens when you die Mm. i love it so let's go ahead start what's the purpose of life Mm. in your um, worldview or your perception of reality Mm -hmm. why are we here well i think i feel like there's two answers to the question the purpose of this current human life and then the purpose of like life in general you know? Okay. So I think the thing that has given me a lot of peace in this life is the idea that we come here with a particular, um, I don't know what the word is, like a mission or whatever as a soul or particular lessons and learnings that we want to experience as a soul. So I've come in this life with 
these particular lessons that I want to grow through. And that gives me a lot of peace when I think about all of the different things that I have experienced and the people that come into my life. And I think dealing with loss and hardship and struggle, that's what's that belief that I've kind of, I, I feel into is like, gives me a lot of peace that, okay, like these things are happening all for my greater evolution, my soul's greater evolution. Mm -hmm. And then I can think about what is the purpose of like my life as Sarah Regalhuth in this incarnation. And for me, I feel like my purpose in this life is to inspire possibility for in others through the way that I live my life. Like that's what I've uncovered as my purpose of this life, but like the greater purpose of life. (laughs) And then like beyond that, like, I don't even know. Like why, why though would we be souls coming to learn more things? Like to what end? I don't know. Yeah. Where does the growth take you? (laughs) I I mean, when you think about the, the infinite, like infinity, the universe is infinite. Mm -hmm. Like there's no end. Where are we going? Where are we growing to? Like, why are we here? Um, Thanks for sharing. That's beautiful. Um, You know, your purpose while you are here and connecting with that. Um, I think, you know, a lot of people get lost in these, these societal stories, maybe religious stories, maybe, you know, of what, of what their life should be like, what success looks like. And they never really take the time to uncover what their true purpose is, what their heart's telling them to do. Mm. And they don't, they don't follow that. They feel like this definition of success where they need to accumulate a lot of things or, you know, go after certain things that really in the grand scheme of the universe don't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's a journey that, you know, I know you took, I know I took, I, it took me all the way up to reaching the pinnacle of my sport, um, making a lot of money and, you know, having a big house, a nice car, and realizing that that wasn't, you know, fulfilling me in a deeper way. And, um, yeah, so sometimes you have to go on that journey to realize. Mm-hmm. But I think finding your, your heart's purpose is a beautiful gift. And you know, I'm really proud to be part of your journey as well. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I can totally relate because that was very similar to me, like doing all of the things that I thought I was meant to do, like getting married, ending up in this big, ski mansion in beaver creek living the dream with my businesses and everything and then yeah realizing huh something doesn't quite feel like i just now that i've got it all like what now what and i'm like i don't feel like you know i'm not a hundred and ready to move on i'm not like i've got like so much life left ahead of me and this just doesn't feel like the reason why i'm here and yeah it's it's an amazing journey to unpack all that and to connect with why we're really here. But then, yeah, why are we really, 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 really here? I don't even know. <laughs> and it's fluid too, right? Like our, our purpose and what we are here to do like can change and flow with life as we grow. Totally. Um, it's not such a rigid thing. Like, you know, football was my dream. I went, I did it, I played it, and now I'm ready for new experiences. And just to to have the ability to experience new things is such a beautiful gift. And I think when you're connected to your purpose, you inspire others in whatever way. So even like when you were, when football was your purpose, that was still because you were aligned to that purpose at that time, that would have been inspirational. Fulfilling. Yeah. Fulfilling and everything. And it's okay that that chapter closes and we move on to, 
you know, the next chapter. Okay. What is your definition of God or the, you know, not necessarily the word God. I used to have a lot of resistance Mm. to the word God because I grew up in a Christian household and they, you know, had this image of this, this man in the sky Mm. that's, you know, judging and shaming. And so where, where, where did you first kind of, start thinking about this bigger, higher power. Like mm-hmm. what's your definition of God now? Mm. I mean, yeah, I grew up going to church every Sunday as well and had the idea of God and Jesus, much what you just described. Um, but at the same time, you know, I remember being like five or six years old and thinking about the vastness of the universe and trying to wrap my head around and understanding like, but what's after like, I, I, you know, you'd learn about planets or whatever. And I'd be like, but what's on the other side of that? What's on the other side of that? Like my young brain was trying to fathom it all and understand it all. And I remember thinking about things like the butterfly effect as well. Like if I, I remember walking down the, the side path of my house and thinking like, if I stood on this stone or that one, like, would that change the trajectory of my entire life? Like that's the kinds of things that I used to think about. And then going to church every weekend and being told every Sunday and, you know, being told about God and Jesus, like I couldn't quite marry it all up. And so when I was about 10, we moved to Queensland and mum said, do you still want to go to church? And me and my sister were like, not really. Like we kind of did it as a family thing and it was fun, but it wasn't a huge part of our upbringing. Mum was very flexible with belief systems and nothing was necessarily forced down my throat, which is pretty cool. And I think then, you know, I, I probably went for a couple of years where I didn't think a great deal about it, but was probably still kind of attached to the Christian concept of God and Jesus and still used to pray and things. But I, I was moving away from it and then started connecting with spirituality more. And just, I don't know if I had the word universe the way that I use it now, but that's probably the word that I use for God now is just the universe. And really just to me, that just means everything, just all encompassing, like whatever this is that we're in (laughs) is the universe. And I do feel that we're very supported when we're in flow with the universe and that we're all connected essentially. And like, I don't even know if time is a real thing, but we're like, so we could even be connected to past versions of ourselves and future versions of ourselves and simultaneous versions of ourselves and other people or other beings. Mm. I don't know. We're all like kind of one. It just feels like. Yeah. Separation is the, is the grand illusion, mm. but without it, we wouldn't be able to have the experience. Yeah. So we need the separation of these unique experiences in these human bodies to perceive a reality that allows us to have experience, mm-hmm. but it is all God. Yeah. God, God isn't a separate entity up in the sky that created something and then is like, you guys go do your thing. Yeah, I definitely. Everything is God or none of it is. So like even the cells or skin, the air, the clouds, Mm -hmm. this couch, it's all God. Yeah, I definitely don't feel that there's this one like God entity that's separate from everybody else. Mm. And that thing, that person that wouldn't be a person, that entity like sits there like watching us all and created it all. I'm like, well, I mean, that would be, what, what? who would that entity relate to then? Yeah. You know, so that well, doesn't. That's another grand question. It's like, well, who created God? Yeah, like, exactly. Where does that come from? Is so... it just energy? Is it an actual, like, it's obviously some form of intelligence. Mm. 
I don't know. And then, you know, just connecting with the idea, like for me personally, like all the synchronicities that I've experienced and like, you know, thinking about something and then having it happen mm -hmm. and this idea of like manifesting your reality and like visualizing success. I mean, even like with football, like one of the best tools is visualizing like an outcome of a game and like a certain play and like repeating it over in your head and even visualizing a big dream of playing in the NFL and like focusing on that, you know, so singularly mm -hmm. got me there. And like, that was because I thought about it and I focused on it. Mm -hmm. And so like that, it's just like, it just, there's no, it's, it's hard to believe that it's just all accidental. I know. I like talking about synchronicities. I hope you don't mind if I tell this story, but I think like you're writing a book right now. You've inspired me to write a book. And then we ordered a copy of my first book that was written in 2012 and it arrived yesterday and I picked it up and it's the first time I've ever really picked that book up and read it but I read in the introduction how I was inspired to write that book. And it was the day that I was walking to launch the league of extraordinary women at a conference that I thought of the idea of this first book. And the story that I've written in my new book, the first story is of the day that I launched the league of extraordinary women. I'm like, it's just such, That's wild. such wild synchronicities. And like, it's almost like, yeah, it's all here just to remind me that I can write a book and it will come to life and, and maybe remind you that as well or show you that. I don't know. It's just like there are so many things that are connected and what's the word? Synchron synchronistic? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that sounds that Yeah, sounds that good. just like blow, blow my mind. But yeah, it's cool. It's beautiful. You're inspiring, by the way. <laughs> Thank you so much. author writing second <laughs> book already well. Okay. Moving on. Ooh, death. Mm. What do you think happens when you die? The big mystery that every single human is going to have to face at some point mm -hmm. is their own death. Something that in our culture and our society is really taboo. It's not something that we talk about. A lot of people would rather not talk about it. It's something that is really feared and, and scary. But, you know, no one really knows what it's like because none of us have actually died. Mm -hmm. I guess there's a lot of near-death experiences, yeah. um, especially nowadays with, with modern medicine and people being able to kind of leave their bodies for a little bit. And there's a lot of cool stories about that. But what's your belief about death? Mm. I think it, similar to, you know, the last, what we were talking about, separateness and connectedness, like, I think I just want to add on that, that like whilst I err to believe we are all connected, I still struggle at times with this feeling of separateness and this fear of being alone. And I would say the same thing with death. Like I have what I choose to believe what resonates with me, which is that, you know, we would go on. It's hard for me to understand and imagine that my consciousness would cease. But then again, I can't remember my consciousness before I was born. So or, I mean, sometimes I do, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like I have had experiences of remembering past lives and other things. So I guess you could argue I do remember it sometimes, but um, yeah. So I, I choose to believe and I, what resonates with me is that, yeah, we kind of go back into some kind of collective consciousness or maybe even we may still have an essence of ourself, of our soul that is, I guess, separate or something separate yet connected to everything. And then, you know, we would incarnate again, but like, quite honestly, I'm terrified of it. It's mm -hmm. not something that I'm comfortable with at all. Mm -hmm. It's something that I 
feel more comfortable with now than I did 10 years ago and 10 years before that, but I'm not there yet. And even with my experiences with the plant medicine where I have experienced that dissolve dissolution of self and connection to everything and like not having a body, it helps me become more comfortable, but I'm not there yet. And I've faced death a lot in my life. I faced my own death quite a number of times before the age of 10 because I had really bad asthma and I was um, in hospital a lot. And then there was a handful of occasions where I was rushed in and I was in the intensive care unit and, you know, it was very touch and go. And I would hear my parents talk about how, oh, Sarah nearly died last week. Like it was quite normal, but fucking scary. Like mm. I, it wasn't, I didn't want to die. And I remember at times driving to the hospital and looking out the back of the ambulance thinking, I wonder if I'll ever see that this street again. I wonder if I'll ever see these trees again. And I was young. So it was a lot. And I, I had a lot of fear and anxiety as a teenager about my own death and about the death of others. And I've lost, you know, my, my own dad died in 2013, but I lost my uncle and all of my grandparents and three of my best guy friends from high school and wow. my first staff member, it's gorgeous. Laura was like 19 years old and died in a car accident. I've, I've dealt with a lot of death in my life. Um, and had a period of, you know, up until dad died, it was a really high anxiety thing for me. I, I felt that I was living always on edge of who is going to die next. Like that was my state of being from the age I lost my grandfather, which I think I was 15 to the age I lost my dad, which was 32. I lived in this constant state of anxiety of like, who is going to die next? And it was a pretty tough existence, actually. <laughs> like yeah. it wasn't, you know, I, I don't think about it as much anymore because I think something happened when dad died where I was like, well, that's as close to the worst of it as it, yeah, as it gets. Like it's, it's really that's close to me. It's, yeah. you know, it's my dad and, you know, arguably I, I, it's very hard to say death is difficult no matter what. There's no like, it's, it's harder when it's this person or that person, but losing my dad unexpectedly. He fell down the stairs in the middle of the night. Um, so it was totally out of the blue. He was 64, like going through that experience and surviving was the thing that helped me put that source of anxiety to rest. Mm. I was just like, well, you know, it was almost like it was, it was creeping up. Like that was the thing that was impending. Like it kept getting, death kept getting closer. It was like knocking at my door, kept getting closer and closer and closer. And then when that happened, I was like, I kind of just released that source of anxiety and I don't, I don't live with that anxiety anymore, but it was a, a challenging way to live for a long time. But yeah, so I don't know what happens and it scares the fuck out of me <laughs> to be quite honest. Do you ever have any experiences of any of those loved ones that have passed away as far as like their spirits or souls, like or visions and mm -hmm. connections and maybe dreams or anything? Yeah, I do. So like dad, I've spoken to in dreams more so in the year or two after he passed, not so much. I can't remember anything recent. He has come to me in ayahuasca ceremony, you know, very, clearly his energy and my energy were there together and we went on like a journey and he showed me a lot of things and that was very beautiful and comforting i've had his voice come through to me when i've been in other like breathwork ceremonies and stuff like very clearly just come and speak something to me um 
one of my very close friends from high school, I'm, I, and I was close friends with his whole family, he, I haven't visited with him for quite some time. His name was Chris and he committed suicide when we were about mm, 21, I think. The last time I saw him was at my 21st birthday, actually. Um, he often would come to me in my dreams and it's just, it's a different type of dream, you know, than other dreams. It's like, I feel, I would feel his energy and we would sit and we would talk wow. and you know, he would always tell me to tell his sister, Amber, like, I'm okay, I'm good. And I would call her and, and tell her. I'm sure she had her own experiences as well, but that's what he would ask me to do. And, you know, I really would miss him. And I had a lot of feelings and questions about like, if there would have been or could have been anything different or what have you. And I, I think he would just come to tell me that like he was in a happier place for him and that was what was meant to happen and how it was meant to be. But yeah, it was very him and my dad are the two that have really come to me. Um, and they're probably the two that I struggled with the most. So perhaps it's just them, you know, reassuring me or letting me mm. know. And yeah. Oh, thanks for sharing all that. <laughs> Pleasure. It's a lot. Mm. It's a lot. Death is a wild thing. Something that, you know, we, we face a lot. And as we get older, we're going to face it more mm -hmm. as people we love do pass away and then eventually have to face our own death. Mm. But, you know, it is a beautiful thing about it. You know, we, we don't know. It could be a beautiful transitional experience into oneness or mm -hmm. whatever might happen. Um, but it is something that every single human on this planet shares, mm -hmm. which makes like a great equalizer and i think the more we talk about it you know i like to to keep death at the forefront of my mind and and think about it pretty regularly because you know it creates this this urgency and this gratitude for the experience that's right in front of us because yeah. it is impermanent and i think a lot of people hang on to this idea that it's it's going to last forever which it's not mm -hmm. it's going to end and it's in a blink of an eye in the grand scheme of the universe like we're talking about. It's a pretty short experience. So, but it's, you know, what is time though, really? Because I was telling you the other day, like, you know, having all these visions return, I've been writing this book and I've been just connecting with so many stories from my past and how much life I feel like I've already lived, like multiple lifetimes within this life. Um, so time is, is, a, is a fascinating thing as well. You know, it can, can speed up or slow down and, yeah. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you. <laughs> You're amazing. Thank you. You're amazing. I think this podcast is very cool. Well, thank you. It's going to come together. We're starting to organize it better <laughs> and you were great. Thank you for sharing. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to another episode of quantum coffee. I hope you enjoyed. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Reach out to me on Instagram at joe.holly or email me at joe.holly.newsletter at gmail.com. That'll all be listed in the show notes. If you have anyone that you'd like to hear on my podcast, reach out, send them my way. Also, if you like this episode, please leave a review and share with your friends. Thanks again for all the continued support. So much love and gratitude. Peace.